The current podcast is sponsored by Highly Addictive. Highly Addictive is here for your music recording needs. If you need a space to record your vocals or instrumentals, contact Highly Addictive. Don't be shy to record your music. Become inspired by Highly Addictive. Contact them through their site at highlyaddictivellc.com or follow them on Instagram through Highly Addictive LLC. Hope you book them. The current podcast is sponsored by New Life Barber Lounge. New Life is not another barbershop. This is a place where you will find great energy and a friend in the New Life crew. This is a place all about the experience. They will take care of you and have you looking spectacular. Don't waste your time at any other place. Go right now and follow them on Instagram at New Life Barbers and get yourself looking spectacular. Welcome to the current podcast. It's Sports Wave Monday with your producers Byron and Mauricio. Yes, sir. And we also got our hosts Manny and Enzo in the field. Hey, hey, How are you guys hey, doing tonight? Oh, we're good, bro. We're ready to start start the Sports Wave Monday, man. Uh, we're excited about what's happening in the NFL world, and we got to talk about hey, it, man, bro. Some people are excited. Other people <laughs> yeah, have their hearts broken right now. Their hearts are shattered. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Some people take it. Yeah. Hey, bro. A lot of them came out of the woodworks, bro. I mean, I didn't even know they were. No, 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 no. I'm. What I'm saying is that there were people I didn't know were cowboy fans that actually came out and were rooting yesterday. You know. Hmm. Well, let it, let us know, Maury, what are the teams that actually made it through the wild card and what are the teams that are still fighting? What's going on? Oh. All right, so on the NFC side, we have the Rams right now still playing. Um, they're actually winning, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's 28-0 to zero or something like that. And, and, and the now it's 31-8. 31-8. Rams are up. Um, on the... On the first official Monday night football playoff wild card game. Yeah, yeah most likely. Sure. Get more ratings. That so. Yep. The Bucks destroyed the the Eagles. How do you feel about that, um, Byron? I know you had some sentiment towards that, bro. Um, basically, I don't think the Eagles should have been in the playoffs. The, 
Yeah. And I sound biased, but it's because I feel like the, that, and then the, the the Saints had like a better, um, yeah, their defense was what was was more entertaining and probably could have. Um, well, they did, right? Yeah, two times. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been more hype, more um, yeah, entertaining, basically. <laughs> more of a distraction. <laughs> So the Bucks are are going to play the uh, winner of the Ra- what well, looks like it's going to be the Rams, and then we got the Forty ers are going to Wisconsin to play in the frozen tundra up in. They're going to play Wisconsin. the Packers. Yeah, up in the Packers Ooh. next Saturday. Damn. So that's the NFC side. Aaron Rodgers has a test there. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. They didn't play. Yep. So yeah. they should be well rested. And then on the other side of the AFC, we got the Chiefs who just. Totally defeated, uh, blew the Steelers away, Big Ben's last game. So now they're going to play the Bills. I Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're going up to Buffalo to go play. Hey, but before you say that, you got to talk about the fact that the Bills took out the Patriots. Completely. That's true. Yeah, and, uh, that was the Sunday, so, Saturday game. So any given any given Sunday, right? Is it a Saturday game? Yeah, it was a Saturday. Saturday. Oh, okay. But, all right, but here's the other thing, right? So was it Belichick's way or was it Brady's way? What do you think on that? Well, I, I mean... I, 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 I said Bra- uh, Belichick, I believe. Well, yeah, you said I mean, it was Belichick? Yeah, he was, uh, I was corrected. I was wrong. I stood, stood wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Brady's kind of just proved it right now that he is the, the, the thing that was pushing that... Um, that franchise, the franchise forward the completely. System. I mean, Belichick can't do it without him. He just got obliterated by a team that he would usually take care of easily. But um, then again, the QB was a quarter of Ricky, so yeah, yeah, you know, that's a plays a big thing for sure. Yep, easily. Yeah. He still looks mad all the time. <laughs> he does, bro. He looks, looks he looks stressed. Yeah, he looks stressed. It's always serious. Mm-hmm. Is he more serious than Kawhi Leonard? Alright, so keep going, yeah. Byron. Um so the so we got the Chiefs playing the Buffalo Bills, and then the last game to top off the the playoff picture is Tell me out, Mauricio. Well, right now we're just waiting for the, the Niners are gonna be playing the the Packers. Yeah, he said that and one. And now the Bucks are are basically waiting for the winner of this game right now, but it's kinda Party clear that it's Rams. gonna be the Rams. Got um the got the Chiefs against the Bills. And oh. The, the Rams, the Rams are the lower touchdown? seed. The Rams are the lower oh, yeah. seed. Is, so it, is gonna... that another touchdown that I see? Yeah. Oh. The Rams. The Rams are the lower seed, so that might affect them. As far as um, they might have to go play in Florida. They're gonna go play in Florida yeah. Yeah, in Tampa. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. And then to complete the AFC side is the Bengals are going to play the Tennessee Titans. That's, the, that's a good Titans. game, too. With Derrick Henry. So, and, and the Raiders got eliminated, right? Raider Nation, how did their hopes up? There oh, was what, a what, controversial. What, what play, happened? Right? Yeah. All right. Tell us what happened, bro. Tell us what happened. So from two conferences, which is not supposed to happen. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Marketing. Marketing, but it's like, it's like, it's like the next. Very disturbing news. My bad. NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and this was a controversial play right here. I'm about to put it on the screen right here. Let's do it. They're saying that it was a call, a whistle blew. To keep it alive, scrambles. Yeah. So you hear the whistle clearly be right before. So flag on the play. Yeah. Well, it's not a flag. It's just that they blew the it's whistle. whistle. You know, like kind of like how Enzo saying, kind of how Enzo saying the officiating crew they weren't, they, they weren't, in they, weren't in they weren't on the same page. Yeah. And the yeah. NFL has came out and said that officiating crew is not gonna, not gonna yeah, do anything for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. So. Oh, of course. Like, this is how we repaired it. Mm-hmm. And after that, it would be the Rams. <laughs> What's up? No one would go for the Chargers. Oh, Danny. <laughs> Antonio Gates. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't they have potential right now with their that QB that they have? With Herbert. Well, that yeah. QB. I, I've just, been hearing. They, I, I, my opinion, I just feel like they need they need a couple of wide receivers to help they them out. They should get Antonio he, Brown, bro. He, he has good leadership, Herbert. Uh, I hate to say it, but they should get Antonio Brown. He's out in the market. 
<laughs> you know, you don't think he would be beneficial to the Chargers? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you probably would, but knowing how he is with his antics sometimes. Yeah. Can be a diva. Can be a diva. Yeah. Hey man, they're the ones that scoring the touchdowns, right? True. Yeah, they gotta be a divas. For the most part. Uh but going forward, what do you think? What do you guys think? Um Bucks versus the, the Rams, Rams, it looks like. But before yeah. we even get there, because that's not a full game yet. The Packers versus the uh the Niners. Niners. The Niners Ooh. have been just they've just been showing that their defense is serious. Yep. Exactly. I, yeah. I'm calling I'm calling the Niners on this one. Yeah, I think the wow. Niners can lock down Pat. They've yeah. they've had Rodgers' number the past. Yeah, but they can lock him down. Mm. We'll have to see. But they also do have a decent running game, don't they? Decent. Yeah. The Packers? No, no, the Niners. Um, the cornerback. Uh, it's they have Kevin King. Then then they have uh, this other guy, uh, Savage, Darnell Savage. Um. And they haven't. They're getting one of their best. They're they're getting the best linebacker right now. They're getting the best like they their best linebacker and Zedaria Smith. <laughs> damn, damn. But um, but so what about the pack Bucks Rams? Bucks. I think the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, you can't you can't bet against Brady. I know Brady's gonna get to that final. You think the Rams can lock him up? They haven't been there same though. <laughs> Do you think you lock them up? You think so? Bumbler? I mean, yeah, that's one thing though, bro. That the, the one thing that I, I noticed about the Rams is, and they're kind of similar like the Saints, that they, they want to go after the QB for sure. And they have the. They have both things. They have the secondary to stop the running backs, too. Jaden Ramsey. Yeah. The overview. Kind of like a drone. Mm-hmm. Like they just saw red? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I think they have, they have eight points right now, so they could have done a two-point conversion. Yeah, they're two killers for sure. But it... True. But it's just I agree. Mm-hmm. But it's because that man wants to get to the finals, so... Yeah. And he and the thing is that the the thing that the Rams do is that the Rams like last minute kind of give up the game, you know. Uh, it's been happening a lot, you know. And the, and if you give that breathing space, you give that breathing space, Brady's gonna come back. You can't give that breathing space, so. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, again, I, I think that the the Rams have the defense to to stop Brady. 
And it just really depends on how his old offensive line is going to carry it out. And Gronkowski has to be damn near perfect as well. Is Mike Evans back? I don't think so. we got to check that one out real quick. Because their receiving core is just all over the place. And I believe they also met, huh, in the in the in the season. The, the Bucks the, and the Rams. Bucks and the Rams, yeah. And so far, I, I think believe. the the Rams beat them too. Uh, conquering new ground, it says. I'm not sure if he's gonna be there. He's probably questioning. So when is this game? On Sunday, I want to say. So are we going? No, nah, it's gonna be in Tampa Bay, bro. I mean, yeah, in Tampa Bay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, you got a grill on You got a grill? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like how me and Maury are on the same um, thing. Well, Big Ben also had his final game. I don't know. Did we talk about that already? Yeah. Big Ben. Uh, we just we, touched we, we kind of briefly touched, touched, touched yeah. on it. Um, it's done for they were, they were up 7-0 early. And yeah. they, people thought that it was going to be what, you know, what they needed to, to overcome and all that stuff. But it just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Chiefs in Kansas. City. And now that nah. We'll see. We'll see how he changes up his game. Yeah, 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 bro. Yeah, for yeah. One of the major injuries uh, after 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 mm-hmm. having a decent game with all three of them, uh, KD got injured. I believe he's out for four to uh, six four weeks. to six weeks mm-hmm. on a ligament injury. So, um, this is right after, like I just said, them playing together. You finally got to see Kyrie Harden. And KD play again, and they dominated. They beat the Bulls, right? We we saw that. But, hey, now this guy's out. What happens to their team? Harden's going to have to carry the team now, you know? Kyrie can only play partially. The other thing is, <laughs> if they make it to the finals, this is just... Yeah, yeah only away games. games. Only away games. So, here's the other thing. If they do make it to the finals, right, do you think Kyrie gets vaccinated to play the whole the whole final? Or only plays the away games? They're gonna make the exception. You think you think they're gonna just make him the exception? So that nobody else does the same thing he's doing. Or it takes his approach as well. Mm. Interesting. Uh, as we know, know right, the, um, Westbrook cannot find his shot for some reason. Uh, what do you guys think about that, him not being able to find a shot? Career stats or this year? And then the other thing um, is it's like having a lemon because... We can't even trade him. He has no trade value at the moment. I mean, that's kind of sad. I mean, we <laughs> six years straight up, we're like, nah, we don't want him. 
<laughs> so what do you want to know about his stats, Enzo? Yeah. Field goal percentage, 43.7 career. So it's just... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. He can't find a shot, though. Any shot he takes, he's not finding. Whether it be the free throw, whether it be the three-point, or... If, or but he, he's, not, he's not even going to the line as much, bro. And even when he's at the line, he's not even making them in. Because it's a lot of pressure to play in L.A. He's never, he's never played with this amount of pressure. The, the fans are demanding. No. Yeah. But here's the thing. The thing that we're used to used to about Westbrook, right, is that by this time, he's already figured out how to play with his teammates. Usually, around this time. With Harden. Yeah. It took them a while. It didn't work. He's overshadowed by the king. He's not. He's not the main figure. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, especially when you hear the rumors of like we almost had Buddy Hill, the rumors that we almost had Demar Derozan, and I'm kind of like, look at, look at the numbers that Demar Derozan is putting up right now. He's looking like an MVP, bro. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in those six years in Toronto, he went from less than 10 to almost 25, right? Yeah. Then he gets traded to the Spurs from going to being a mid-range assassin to Popovich telling you, you need to work on your three and your playmaking. He went from averaging three to, to I think, four to five assists, maybe three, five, like no more than five mm -hmm. assists. Yeah, he improved them in other areas. Yeah. And then they did him a favor by not signing him and letting him go in free agency, right? Was he a free agent or did they trade Yeah, I believe he believed free agent, wasn't he, Maury? Who, DeMar DeRozan? Yeah, DeMar DeRozan. I think he was a free agent. Yeah. But anywho, then check this out. Then he goes to the Bulls. 
now the combination of all that is coming into fruition. I got, I got, I got, I got where you were going. Yeah, like now he's he's got the mid mid range assassin still. He's still got the three. Look at the buzz beaters that he did back to back threes. Yeah. But see, that's a guy that I knew would be a plug and play if he came to the Lakers, dude. Like, he would have been a starter, bro. Yeah. Well, we all were. We were all. We all agreed on that. I don't think anybody saw his Westbrook deal coming. Honestly, no, no one, no yeah, one it saw it coming. It was really random. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Plus, you have Clarkson. Yeah. An ex-Laker player, too. Oh, damn. Uh, Joe Ingles? The, the dad, yeah. the, the guy looks like a dad, just like out there playing, but he's <laughs> yeah. shooting threes. I'm not talking about, he looks like a... He looks like the faithful dad in the NBA. Though. The faithful dad. He looks like the faithful dad in the NBA. That's what it looks like. Uh, but Stanley Johnson gets on that ten day with the with the. Wow. I mean, what do, what do you think? Like what he said about the team? Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Well, you can see it, like... Yeah. Well, it's because you're, you you want to see results as a fan. You want to see the team come together. The fact that you have a roster this stacked and not seeing a team come together and play as a team <clears throat> is what's frustrating, right? It, because... But even... that That's why. But even if you don't have AD, you should still be playing as a team. They don't play as a team, bro. Look, this is the thing. This is what, why I feel like when you're missing your, your defensive anchors, AD, that affects the team. Because Obviously, yes. No, I agree. I, I, agree. I, I, agree. I agree with you that whenever you're missing a key player, it's, it's a detriment to your team. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you completely. But at the same time, but at the, at the same time, yeah, at the same time, though, the guys that are still there should still be able to play as a team even though he's not there. And that's kind of what you're seeing where, like, they don't have, like, they don't have that, you know, where you see them playing as a unit. 
you know? The other thing, or like, and you're putting out a great point, which is on defense. They don't know, like, a, a lot of times you see where they, a lot, some players don't even run back on time, you know? So it's like they're not going up as a block and coming down as a block, you know? Yeah. Some some players stay behind, and it's like, wow, all right, now it's five players on three. Like, yeah. Yeah. They gave him another one. The first one was because of COVID. Uh, so it was like, it was like a. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I was going to ask you guys, how much you guys think a 10 day contract is worth? 900000 for 10 days? That's a hell of a deal. I mean, but the thing is, too, he's getting notoriety, you know, like that the Lakers are saying, like. It that helps right him a lot. Hoop rumors that they can be paid a minimum deal. Wait, let me see for a ten-year veteran. But let me see what's out for the ten-day one. Ten-day deals are Ricky. So it depends on how long you've been in the NBA. So if you have zero 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 years in the NBA, your ten-day salary could be fifty-three million dollars, fifty-three thousand dollars. Sorry, and then let's say you have ten-plus years, it's one hundred and fifty grand for ten days. So um, he's probably making like a. It says right here because the uh, the NBA doesn't want teams to avoid signing veteran players in favor of cheaper, younger options. The league reimburses clubs who sign veterans with three or more years of experience to ten day minimum salary contracts. In those instances, so are the Lakers team, getting reimbursements for all these vets they signed? Probably in those instances, teams are on the hook for ninety five thousand ninety five k. Minimum salary for a player for two years. Mm, interesting. Joe Johnson got paid. Um, his salary was one hundred and fifty k, but the pay the team paid ninety five thousand. So maybe the NBA pays the rest. I think. All right, bro. But we gotta keep going. Kuzma, bro. Look at his stats, bro. How's he doing? How? He's more of a starter, right? Hmm. His stats have gone up tremendously. He's putting up points. He's doing. It. I I had a feeling that he was gonna have a, like a little blow up. Right. That's the other thing. Yeah, that like. For real, huh? Mm. Might have had some beef, yeah. And then Zach Levine gets injured as well, you know. What happened to him, Mauricio? How, how did uh, Zach uh, Levine get injured? I was just looking up the, the, the Wizards teammates getting thrown down at halftime between Montrose Harrell, so I just wanted to see what happened there. But I'll, I'll resume with that, so give me a sec with that, guys. Because nah. you got that up, and I was like, we never, talk, we never talked about that, and it's valid. And this is something that they've been say, that I've been hearing on ESPN where John Iron says that every sports team has, um, there's always fights within, there's always fights, yeah. and we just don't hear about them. Yep. Um, this one just became public. Yeah. Yep. Facts. That's pretty normal. He rolled his, what say, knee injury? Go on, get. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, uh, 
this team is really hot, and it's it's ironic how both the top teams in the East haven't had a significant injury to them. Um, and does this open the door for the Bucks or the definitely the Sixers? You know, definitely helps them. All right, so here it is, dude. So you can see it. Kind of like a little stiff knee or something. Nah, it's the way he lands. His foot, the way he lands, dude. Yeah, you see it? But like, 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 like he's also he's also a dunker, so that has a big thing to deal with it. Like, like they say, man, non-contact injuries are always the scariest, right? You don't you don't know what it is, so. We'll see what ends up happening with him, man. They 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 got a they got someone on a two way contract right now for him. Um, it says the MRI shows no structural damage to the knee of Chicago Bulls Zach Levine, according to a report by ESPN. Right. So as of right now, there's no nothing that they're seeing in the MRI. Um, but yeah, I can't see anything without talking about if it's specific meniscus or anything like that. Um, but they're saying that it, back in 2017 when he played with the Wolves, he did tear his ACL. Mm, so maybe that could be sore things like that yeah, like a re-aggravate, re-aggravating yeah. things yeah alright Maurik tell us all these waves Las Olitas um, so just an update <clears throat> Novak Djokovic uh, he had a drop out out of the Australian Open because of um, he didn't want to take it and Australia oh so he had a fake card Mm. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, but it's saying the latest, uh, just uh, adding to this, uh, France, which is the next um, major tournament for tennis, they just passed a new vaccine mandate, so it could affect them there as well. Um, so what it says right here is that number one, Djokovic arrived in the in his native Serbia this Monday after being deported from Australia on Sunday because he is not vaccinated against uh, COVID-19. Doesn't say anything about him lying about it. They've been like that. I mean, you're entering a country, bro. Like when, once you're talking about a country, I mean, Mine. that's their Mine. their decision, and that's like what they've decided. You gotta respect it. You're the one that has to enter there, so. You gotta respect their rules. Well, they're saying that that's the next fight for Jake Paul. Nah, Jake Paul's talking about he boring. wants to fight a uh, an actual boxer, someone that's exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's trash. Yep, they washed, bro. But I'm a, but I'm gonna point to something that um that Chelsea said, and and as long as. Jake Paul keeps what was his quote that he said? He said he keeps not not just winning but doing what he says. People are gonna want to see him get. Yeah, out. and so far he has so done he's, that. He's gonna keep interest in him. You know what I mean? It's Logan. Yeah, I think that's Logan. Yeah, Logan. Yeah, Logan. Yeah, and then Logan's taking Lo, Lo, Logan is taking the big names, right? He took took Floyd. Now he's taking Mike. No. 
Yeah. So not another BS. But then <laughs> Forbes says that no, Mike Tyson is not fighting Jake Paul. That that Mike Tyson's representative says this. Oh. Was it six hours ago? That's what it says on Forbes. A man was charged with giving Olympic athletes performance drugs. A guy out of Texas, I believe. Damn, what are you sucking on, bro? Pause. Because <laughs> you can you can hear all this like succulous uh, effects succulous. going um, on. But what I would like to what I'd like to ask you guys is based on this question is, do you guys think there should be some kind of I, I don't want to say Olympic, but just some kind of sport or something where they do allow these things? Yes, there is, and we see. I mean, don't. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm talking about like of all these other sports of I, like I all sports, bro. You just gotta know when to cycle off. I'm talking about like all these things, but like where you're like where it's allowed, where it's like you can do it, bro. Yeah, like I mean, we've all, all these at, people. But I'm bro. not talking about like wrestling. I'm talking about like these. All we these, looked like at what the you pictures see in the Olympics. of AD, bro. We looked at the pictures of Giannis, how they came into the league, and but then we're not a few talking years about later, that. I'm talking about they, they were to create a tournament just for these type of athletes. Where they compete in all comp- different t- types of events. Yeah, juice competition of, of all different type of events. So be crazy. track and field with someone juiced out. Um, all that, bro. <laughs> Bow and arrow guy. Badminton, bro. All that. What about oh, ski figure? Uh, skate figure? Ski, bro. Even the paraplegics can be having steroids, bro. Like everybody's bro, that's wild. <laughs> you, like, you just being a my wild question boy, is, what bro. country wins? What country wins? Is everybody's on roids? Yeah. Bro, Russia, I think. <laughs> Russia already. Didn't Russia already like win something? They got something? banned at some point. Right? Yeah, they Germany. got banned for the roids. It's legal. Yeah. What country does it makes it? Yeah. Germany. That could be too, man. Germany has great, crazy it. science, dude. I have crazy scientists. <laughs> Cubans too, Cuba. Cuban bro. <laughs> Yes, sir. Dun, 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 dun. Just tell us about the main fight, fight night. Go for it. Go for it. Calvin Cater, man. Calvin Cater did his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he did his. He came out. Giga Jacadzi. Yeah, bro. Uh, this we can say it properly. <laughs> Giga Jacadzi. This guy came into the fight undefeated in the UFC. What did Enzo tell you last week? That even just... though he was in an undefeated streak. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you were also calling Cater, 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 um, a gatekeeper, and like I hate using that, just throwing that out there for just about any fighter like that, especially Kevin Cater. Hell yeah, you're fighting Max Holloway, bro. Come on, bro. Like this guy's a reigning champion, bro. Has he fought Brian Ortega? No. That probably would be the best fight for him at this point, just because. Has he has he fought Yair? Nope, nope. Who else has he fought, bro? He hasn't fought anybody in the top five. Because it, well, it probably Volkanovski, yeah. So from 2017, he's fought Andre Feely, he fought Chris Fishgold, he fought Renato Moicano, who he lost to, he fought Shane Burgos in 2019, he fought. Zabit, uh, he lost to him. He beat Ricardo Lamas, 2020. He fought Danny Ainge. Uh, Jeremy Stevens, he beat. 
he lost to Max Holloway and to and to and then he beat Giga. So in the top five, he's really only, only Holloway. Holloway. Only Holloway. Yeah. Yeah. Got peaceful, bro. He had to take a whole year off, bro. And then they know why he even said it. Oh, year off. They know why he said it. When you take a beating like that, it's the wisest thing to take a year off and like yeah. you know regroup yourself and all those things. Because mentally that speaking, was the, too, that was the that was the one where he. Did you see the album? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Nah, but Holloway was. He he he. What like four hundred? What was it like four hundred something strikes on him? Nah, Cater like you said should fight Brown Ortega next. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. As of the way it's going right now, I, I think um, Korean Zombie's gonna get that fight. Sácate el dulce, bro. No se entiende nada. Uh, UFC 270, bro. Like, tell us what's, what's on there. Yeah, yeah. What's well, on we that have card? Two, two championship fights with the, in the flyweight division. We're going to have Brandon. Brandon Moreno, yeah, is going gonna, is gonna to fight and he's going to defend his title up against That's Davis and Figueiredo to complete the trilogy. The trilogy. Yeah. To complete the rubber match, better said. This is a rubber match because they're, they're one on one. No, actually, it's not a rubber match because the first one was a draw. Forgot about that. So it's it's how would you put this for Figueredo? It's o one one for Brandon Moreno. It's one o one. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we got. Yeah, uh, no. Brandon Royball is the guy that just fought this weekend. I believe he won as well. Um, yeah. uh, the guy that just beat Cody Garbrandt, actually, bro. I forgot his name. I can't think about it right now. Um, uh, who else is on that card, though? Francis Ngano, and then who else? We also had uh, whoever says Sirugan. Sirugan, yes. So that so that's actually a very good. Uh, before we get there, actually, we'll go back down. Well, I'm trying to see what else. Greg is on Hardy's there. fighting this fight up against uh, Sergey Spivac, and he came out and said recently that he's opened up the door for um, bo- not not just the boxers for NFL players to make the transition to MMA. So he wants to see who's going to make that that leap. Uh, Michael Pereira is fighting this weekend as well. So that's what's going to be on the main card. Who? No, he's in the welterweight division. Uh, prelims, we got... Man, this is a kind of a dry card here, but... but it we, is, dude. It's that... only the two last fights that are, like, the, the most, most interesting. I mean, I watched, I watched the Pereira fight. I watched the Greg Hardy fight. Um, but yeah, man, it's a kind of a Silviana Suarez. Juarez, I mean, this girl from Argentina's going to be in the early prelims. It's a name to watch. Um, who else? That's about it. But we're not we're not there yet. Hold up, we're talking about the main event: Francis Ngannou versus Shiro Gan. Hey, hey what? Francis Ngannou. El jefe dijo uh, Today I was watching his his come up, and it's funny how at first they didn't know how to pronounce his name, so they said Francis Ngannou. That's what they were, that's what Joe Rogan and everybody was calling him until they finally found out it was Francis Ngannou. 
And basically, the story of Francis goes that he got to France, started training in France, um, started winning in the UFC, and he saw that if he came to the U.S., he'd probably be able to train better and, and you know, grow as a fighter. So he comes to the U.S. No, he was a kickboxer. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to be a boxer, and then he got into kickboxing. I, again, yeah. I watched the thing today. He was already competing in the UFC, and, yet, and then he decided to come to the, to the U.S., Nah, he he was never in the UFC in France. Yes, he he was he was he in was a fighting kickbox. out of France. Yeah, fighting for the UFC. He was training in France. He moved over here. Yeah, they trained them both together. They yeah. were sparring and everything. And he that's when he was saying the thing. The, the the trainer says that he he was like, I'll help you get over there, but I'm not leaving. I have my family here and everything. But my point is that early in his career, Francis, Francis they even say out of France. Um, out of fighting out of Cameroon by way of France because that's where he was that's where he started and everything he moved to the US and um, even while fighting here in the US they had to fly out people from France to, to, to have him spar with him and all that stuff and now he's up against uh, Sirugan which is a former sparring partner someone that knows him that knows his power and all these well, things well knows the way he used to be though um, not the current self I mean the only thing that's changed with the current self is the takedown defense and Sirugan's not that type of fighter um, so that's the type of the. This that's basically the storyline behind this. You know, former training partners, now fight, not fighting to unify the title. Still a storyline. Still, they they still have history. He doesn't have a character. You're saying they still have um. No, for sure, but it's still it's still something to, that I think there's a different yeah, like thing. Yeah. No, it's not a grudge match for sure, but there's still look there. There's something different that when people go up against Francis is that they never even felt his power before. Ciro has already felt that before. So it's a different, it's yeah, a different. Yeah, but I don't think he's felt it. There's no grudge though, for sure. I don't think there's a grudge. Um, yeah, and then I also saw what the coach said about it, and he said that the coach was, he was like, it wasn't really to 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 show that the one is better than the other. It was just go, really to show that they've that they've touched before and they've they've. And he said he has other footage where 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 Francis has got him put on his ass by Ciro. You know, there's there's all this stuff going on. We're really gonna find out on Saturday. Yeah, and we're gonna find out on Saturday, really. Two different things. Whole different things. Yeah. Yeah. You're not trying to kill somebody in training. Well, that's one thing that they were. What's the one thing that they're mentioning when when he moved here to the U.S. is that he was having trouble not just finding spar partners, but having people that would last the whole camp because he was injuring his opponents. You know what I mean? So sometimes not even full power is going to do that to people. You know, they're going to... Just imagine once you get into the octagon. He is. He's a specimen. Yeah. He's a specimen. I feel 
the knockout powers and obviously some of the wrenches, but did you see that other thing where this dude was throwing spinning elbows and shit? My hero guy moves like a welterweight. Yes, bro, he does that like fucking beast. Yeah, he's he bobs in and out all the time. We're gonna see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, official picks before we move on to the next thing. Um, Francis versus Hirogan, who you guys got? Francis. All right, Manny. Byron, who you got? Champion, Francis. Francis, champion, right? Enzo. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's right there, ladies and gentlemen, is Enzo not wanting to be wrong. So... Seventy now, actually. Uh, man, this one for me, it, it gets torn in the middle because I, I like when we were talking about betting money. My heart is with Francis, but my my money is with Sirogan. <laughs> it's hard, bro. But I got the guy for you guys. If you guys want to do that, I'll talk. To, we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, Sirogan, man, it's funny because he's right now. He is the. What makes you the underdog? The minus. Mm. No, it's the plus actually. So right no, now the odds are, are plus one thirty five for Francis, and that's interesting. But all right, then Brandon versus um, Brandon Figueroa. Brandon, I think Figueroa goes out there hot. I don't say he's gonna win, but I think he he goes out in the first round trying to knock him out. He's already been scared twice in that first fight. That's what he did. Brandon showed his chin, and in this second one, he was a lot more calculated. But it just allowed Brandon to kind of more pick him apart with the jab. Uh, but I got the champion again. What you guys think? Brandon. <laughs> I'm going to go with Figueredo. Oh, Byron. He, he, Byron. He looks like you, yeah. <laughs> I, that, and then I feel like Brandon's going to win, but I want to just also go. Controversy. Yeah. yeah. Controversy. All right, cool. And then the cringe, what I want to say about that. Uh, So... Basically, he, he, he was upset. Sanders Hudo was upset that he didn't get. He's not getting considered for the title shot for the feather, for the featherweight title. And um, Dana White came and said, you know, you've been retired for two and a half years. Uh, maybe if you came and fought for your title in your division, it'd be a, it'd be a, a talk. But that's why I posted. You can't cringe your way to a title shot. What do you guys think about that? Well, he can't, bro. I mean, he's got to come in and prove himself. I mean, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, but he doesn't move the ratings like that, though. So as of right now, the Francis is plus one thirty-five. He's the underdog. Sirgan is one the minus one fifty-five. So, if you guys want to bet, this is the week to do that. Um, but, yeah. Sir. So, Real Madrid on this. I'm going to make it quick and snappy if you let me. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Real Madrid broke the heart of Enzo because they eliminated Barcelona last week uh, from the Spanish Cup. They were like, bye-bye. They defeated um, 3-2. And then 
this weekend, they ended up defeating Atletico Bilbao and won the cup 2-0. Two, two, uh, so, hey, good for them. They won the cup, which is what matters. And then um, after that, you know, we have Man U with a lot of issues. They were winning the game 2-0. Uh, they let go of the reins, lost control of the match, and they end up tying the game 2-2. That's kind of solidifying uh, themselves in first place right now. Huh? Uh, that makes... Was this for... Because I remember him saying... Byron said something about the Supercopa. Yeah, they were playing... That? I saw... It oh, wasn't you guys are going back to Real Madrid. Okay, the Supercopa, basically, that's mm-hmm. a domestic cup within the Spanish League, and they, got, they won that domestic cup. Um, they're that also Sunday, still, right? yeah, that was this Sunday. There was no league games. That was that, that was it. Um, so yeah, that, you know, there was league games, but it was just the, the teams that were playing for that cup didn't play. But the league it's, game that happened wasn't, didn't Barcelona and, and. No, that was not play? a league. That was not a league game. Was that, that was then? for the cup. That was for that cup. Oh, okay. So it was Got basically it. the semifinals to the final. So, and Real Madrid ended up eliminating them. That's and what that was. Do you think Sevilla can catch Real Madrid in the table? Uh, they're they're behind five five points. Sevilla. Nah, I think I think Real Madrid still got it. They're doing really good. They're still pretty hot. I love I, I don't I don't see a reason why they should falter behind. Unless, like, an injury happens, you know, uh, to one of their strikers. I mean, that's that's... That would be the major issue because they've been dealing with, like, COVID stuff and having players out, and they've still been, you know, doing decently fine. So I, I think they'll be good. Who's the face of that franchise right now? Benzema? Uh, Well, I mean, if you want to say leadership, yes. Mm-hmm. But if you want to say, like, who's actually stealing the headlines, I would say it's Vinicius. Mm-hmm. Um, for the longest— Brazilian, he, right? Yeah, he's been in the shadows. Like, when they got him, they knew that he was going to be good, but this has been his season. It's like, break, like breakout season. Yeah, no, nah, this season has been, like, the season where he's been dominating like crazy. Because uh, before, it, it, everybody would just be like, he runs and dribbles, but, like, doesn't do anything. But now he's, like, scoring goals, dictating games. My so. dad told me about him early on. He's yeah. like, este, este chavo el balón. Wow. The yeah. other one that's a sleeper, too, that's another Brazilian, is Rodrigo, which plays on the right wing. And that's another one. If that kid gets a hold of it, I mean, he could spark up like him too. Uh, but we'll see what ends up happening. Um, back to Man U. Man U, I'm um, having a lot of locker room issues. Ronaldo did an interview um, stating about how, like, these new players don't like to take criticism. Um, some people say, speculate that, you know, it could be criticism of talking about it, like the, the players that he's dealing with and who he's playing with. Um, we have also heard rumors of, of basically... About 17 players disgruntled. This weekend, we had a situation where the coach didn't take any uh, strikers to to um, to have as a backup. One of the main ones that is usually a backup is Anthony Marshall. And the coach came out and said in the press conference that Anthony Marshall didn't want to play for the team. Uh, after the coach said that, uh, Anthony Marshall releases a statement on his social media saying, I have, I would never disrespect uh, Man U like that. I have been here for seven years, and if they wanted me to play, I would play. So you're having a player go against the coach. Uh, we'll see like how that turns out, uh, what ends up happening. Uh, Man City right now is securing the title. They're up in front. Uh, they're cleared right now about 10 points from second place. So they're doing really well. Uh, Inter Milan is also the front runners uh, within the Italian league right now. Uh, they're a few points ahead. They're not like a 
you know, too much of a lead. But, I mean, they're in first place. They also just won their domestic cup in the Italian league. Um, so that that's good for them. The other thing is uh, Rafa Benitez, which has always been, like, a decent coach, just got sacked from Everton because wow. in the last... Um, in the last, like, around 12 games, he literally only won one game, uh, had two ties, and then nine losses. So they decided, to, they decided to sack him. Uh, so we'll see who, who becomes the coach of Everton. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it for the soccer update, you guys. Have a good one. Yep. Thank you for being here. Until next week. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to our episode. We appreciate your support. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Current Pod, where you can share our episodes, review, interact with us, talk to us about what's going on. We appreciate your feedback and everything that you guys do for us and supporting us. Have a wonderful day.